What is your favorite scripture? You know, I love Philippians 1 and verse 21, and I hope you will also. Let's get personal, see the profound, embrace power, and be positive. That's coming up today on the International Gospel Hour. Stay with me. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For almost 90 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, starting now. I am bound for the promised land. Well, thank you to our Jay Webb for his kind remarks as he introduces our program and keeps us informed of the things of which we offer through our work here at International Gospel Hour. And greetings to all of you who have joined me today for our study of the Word of God. We're thankful for each and every listener, for your kind remarks, for your request of study material that's always free. We are thankful you've joined us today, and we hope that our time together will be profitable. If I were to ask, what is your favorite passage, I am sure your favorite passage immediately comes to mind. Some of us have more than one, but for all of us, we usually have a passage or passages that grants encouragement and strength or comfort and peace. It, it means something to us, maybe means a little extra. Philippians 1.21 would probably be among the favorite passages, not only mine, but probably yours. That's where Paul said, for to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. What a great passage. Now, backing up in verse 20 of Philippians 1, Paul had boldness to express because of Christ within himself. His boldness and his hope was based solely on Christ. His hope was built on nothing less. Hey, that could be a song, could it not? You've probably sung that a time or two. It was Christ to be magnified, not himself. With such confidence, we find one three-letter word, F-O-R, when Paul says, for. And then Paul now explains further his life, his pattern, and as one worthy to follow. Please join me in studying my favorite passage, but first, a few words from our J-Web. Hello, friends. Miss a broadcast of Are You Listening?, You can find previous broadcasts at our website, internationalgospelhour.com, and we are on several podcast platforms. Maybe we are on your favorite podcast site. Just search for International Gospel Hour, and you can find previous broadcasts. They are always there 24-7 for you to listen or even to download. And now, let's continue our study. You can always call us at International Gospel Hour at 1-855-IGH-6988. That's our toll-free number, 1-855-444-6988. Or write us at P.O. Box 118, Fayetteville, Tennessee, 37334. Now let's talk about my favorite passage. For to me to live is Christ. To me. Well, folks, that's personal. And it was personal to the woman at the well in John four twenty nine when she told them in the city, Come see a man which told me all things that ever I did. Is not this the Christ? 
It was a personal freedom to Paul in Romans 8 and verse 2 when he says, For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Dear friends, it is a personal decision to obey Jesus Christ. When Paul says, For to me, he made it personal. And obedience to the gospel of Christ is personal. You make the call. You make the decision. It's a personal decision to obey. In John 3.16, whosoever believes. Well, that's personal. In Luke 13.3, I tell you unless you repent. That's personal. In Acts 8.37, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. That's personal. Mark 16.16, he that believes and is baptized. Well, that's personal. And in Matthew 25.21, his Lord said unto that servant, Well done, you good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter you into the joy of your Lord. You enter in. You see, that passage, for to me to live is Christ, to me, that's personal. Second, for to me to live is Christ. That's profound. Abiding in Christ is life. That's living. That's profound, friends. In Romans 8 and verse 1, there is no condemnation to those in Christ Jesus. Jesus taught how they were the salt of the earth in Matthew 5. But he goes on to say, But if the salt has lost its savor or its flavor, its strength, wherewith shall it be salted? It's thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden underfoot of men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it gives light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. The life within the church, when one obeys the gospel, within the body, in the body, is the church. We know that from Ephesians 1, 22 and 23, and Colossians 1, 18. To me, to live, that's profound. Here's a third one. For me, or for to me, to live is Christ. Now that's powerful. To me, to live is Christ. Colossians one twenty seven affirms, To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Oh, that's powerful. What about Galatians 2.20? I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Powerful. Christ is living in us, and Christ is in us. 1 Corinthians 1, verse 30, But of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God, and righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption. Oh, friends, what power, what strength that is available to one that is a Christian. To the church at Corinth, you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God, 
and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Now, when I read that text in the context of the division and the problems and how they were saying, I am of Paul, I am of Cephas, I am of Apollos, I am of Christ, and so on, he reminds them that Christ Jesus is the wisdom from God of whom they should pursue the righteousness, the sanctification, the redemption. None of that is in anyone but in Christ. For to me to live is Christ. That's powerful. The next time someone says, well, I would not want to worship with that group of people for they are hypocritical, or as I've heard it plainly said from where you know I live in the southern part of the United States, I wouldn't go to church with that bunch of hypocritical people or those bunch of hypocrites. Well, friends, I want us to look unto Christ and not individuals because it is from Christ there is wisdom from God. From Christ there is righteousness. From Christ there is sanctification. And from Christ that is redemption. And I like to look at those individuals and say, come go with me and let's talk to them. We need to fix this. Nobody needs to live a life outside of Christ. This is why this is one of my favorite passages, if not the most favorite. For to me, to live is Christ. That's powerful. It's personal, it's profound, and it's powerful. And then I love the rest of the verse that's positive. And to die is gain. Friends, this old world is not what it's all about. To the Christian, to the church at Smyrna in Revelation 2.10, Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. To remain faithful unto God in obedience to His will and to walk faithful. And when the Christian thinks about it, that's what it's all about. You know, there are occasions that I will attend or sometimes conduct a funeral for one who is a Christian. And sometimes I will go up and I will tell the person, I'm so sorry that you are saddened. But I do rejoice for the one that is past because this is what it's all about. When we leave this old life, there is something better awaiting. For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Friend, can you say that with all certainty? If you can't, let us help you toward that end. Would you like to study the Bible? In the privacy of your own home, at your own pace, here is our J-Webb to give you the details, and I'll be back to wrap up our broadcast. Friends, the International Gospel Hour offers for free a Bible study course available by mail. That's right. At your own pace, you can study the Bible in your own home. It's free. Give it a try. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. And leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. That's it. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Home Study in the message box. We'll send it right away. Thank you for your interest in the things that be of God. Friends, we hope that you'll request the free Bible study course. If you'd like to write us instead with the information, we'll send it to you. You can write us at P.O. Box 118, Fayetteville, Tennessee, 37334. For to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Again, friends, can we say that with certainty? 
knowing that all we must do is believe on Jesus Christ and repent of our sins, confess our faith in Christ, and to be baptized into Christ for the remission of our sins to be added to His church. Will you do that? Can we help you toward that end? Please let us hear from you, and thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. To God goes all the glory. And we hope that our study today will draw you closer to His Word to walk in His way. To listen to it again or other broadcasts, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. God be with you.